I got that real good feel good stuff up under the seat of my big black jack This is Luke Bryan. He's going to be at the Central Lake Center in Omaha on February 8th. You got that sun and skirt and boots. You know, Grant Gibbs from the Creighton Blue Jays last was in uniform on January 7th. That's when he went down with a kneecap injury against DePaul. Was it that long It's ago? been that long ago. He's been part doing his rehab, and, and during his absence, the Jays have gone 5-1 and one with the only loss coming to... Um, Providence on the road. The Jays now in the, in the midst of a, of a long break. They're going to be back in action next Friday, a week from tonight, against DePaul at home. Um, so we don't have a show next week because the Blue Jays are going to be right here on 1620 The Zone. But uh, Grant Gibbs is starting to get back in the flow of the things. And earlier in the week, I had a chance to sit down with Grant, talk about his rehabilitation, and when you can expect to see him back in uniform for the Blue Jays. Grant, i got to ask you as I sit here and watch you watch practice, What's uh, is it hard to watch practice? Yeah, it's difficult, but uh, you know I've sat out a lot of practices actually, and uh, just try to learn every day, help guys along, and uh, you know it's part of the process. I'm getting to do more and more, so you know it's a uh, it, it's getting better. You, you, it's part of the process. What has been the real rehabilitation process? Is it just you have to sit and let it heal? Um, for the first week or so, I was just in a mobilizer trying to get the swelling out, you know, and then. You know, the the next week is kind of just waiting for everything to scar over that got displaced when the, uh, the, the joint dislocated. And now I've gotten back to strengthening, getting out on the court a little and trying it out. So I'm hoping, you know, in due time I'll be back to practice in full. How out of shape are you now? Uh, it, you know, a little bit. I've been doing some pool workouts and swimming, but it's, you know, you can't, you can't emulate that. So, um, you know... Uh, it, it'll take a little bit to get my win back, but that's part of it. So, you know, uh, I'll, I'll adjust to that. Talking to Grant Gibbs on Ticket Express Doc Talk on 1620 The Zone. Grant, it, it, has it been frustrating or just, just to be able to sit there and watch, especially the success they've had against some of the bigger teams in the Big East? Is it hard to sit there and watch it? It's difficult, but, you know, I think the fact that we've played well for the most part, and, and especially in the stretch, I've been out, won a lot of games. Um, has been has been good and, and fun to watch, and then you know, with every when injuries happen, you know, sometimes it gives other people opportunities to step up, play minutes, and I think uh, Avery, Devin, Isaiah have um, come into their own a little bit, and that's going to help us later in the season. So, you know, the fact that it it it, it, it all signs kind of pointed it to being a, a like a season-ending type injury, and the fact that it wasn't, um, it's kind of kept my mind in the right place and just doing what I can to help the team from the sideline. Not season ending, ending, but when do you expect to be back on the court? When do, when when will people see you in a uniform? When will we see you on the court again? I'm hoping the DePaul game the the eighth, I believe it is. So you know the way this ten day break kind of fell in, I think it's going to help me, um, and hoping to to get back to practice in full early. Hopefully next week, you know, it's kind of on the doctor's trainers to turn me loose, but uh, that's the game I'm shooting for, and I, and I think that's a, a realistic goal. Now, how painful was this injury? Was it was it extremely painful? When I think of a kneecap, just I just think, ouch, big time. It was. You know, I've been I've I've been hurt a lot, like tendonitis, you know. But this was a legit like injury, and I knew as soon as it twisted that way that something was pretty wrong. Um, it was it was pretty excruciating for a couple seconds there. I think by the time you know I haven't watched it again. By the time the trainers got out there, I think it had you know gone back into place. They didn't have to pop it or anything. 
because once I kind of straightened it out, I kind of felt it uh, go back and feel normal. But yeah, for a couple seconds it was bad, and then afterwards it was so swollen for a week, it was like there was a baseball in there. I couldn't bend it, but um, it's getting better. And you know, like I said, the first doctor that came in thought ACL, and I just you know I couldn't wrap my head around that. Um, the fact that it wasn't as bad as anticipated has been has uh, uh, been big time. I was going to say, you've been injured a lot you, you, to the point where you can self-diagnose yourself. Did you kind of have an idea what it was? I think so. I mean, I know my, you know, I've, I've been through a lot of stuff and, and when it twisted and went that way, I knew something, you know, it, it was, it was different than a sprain or what have you. But, uh, like I said, you know, just happy that it wasn't any worse. And, you know, we got terrific trainers and, and team doctors that are, um, keep, keeping the process along and hoping I can get back out there. As you sit and watch practice, do you, where are you at? I mean, it's. I mean, you don't have to practice right now, which is probably good. But do you sit and learn a lot just from watching your coaches and and, and maybe a different part of the game not being out there? Yeah, I just think you you see things from a coach's perspective a little more, especially if you open your mind up to see it that way. Like when you're practicing, you're getting yelled at for doing something, and you can't. You know, you just want to be yell. You just want to complain back, and then you see it from an outside perspective what's actually happening and a coach's approach to trying to get you to do something the right way. It's easier to see the whole landscape of the game and I think you know I've set out two full seasons but especially my redshirt year here when I uh, when I transferred I think I really started to see things through that and it helped my development as a player so this has kind of just brought me back to that a little bit but you know I think it's really beneficial I think every once in a while you should give a guy a day off and have him see things from the sideline because I think it, it, it helps your perspective on what's going on. Have you stood up, got involved at all? Did it do any yelling? Uh, a little bit, you know. Uh, you know, I, I've always tried to be a little bit of an extension of the coaching staff on the floor, so you know, talking to guys. But uh, you know, I know to stay in my place too. I'll let, I'll let the I'll let the big man do the the heavy yelling. <laughs> You know, Doug's getting a lot of attention. Oh, he's who am I kidding? He's been getting attention since he was a freshman. But you know, been a lot of TV article or TV stories now. A lot of articles coming out. Do you appreciate him more watching him on the bench or on on the court with him? Uh, watching him for sure. I think our team as a whole, to be honest. You know, you're playing and you're, you know, focused on next play and next possession, and especially the first couple games uh, where we played well, kind of seeing our style of play. Um, clicking on all cylinders, the ball moving, and then obviously him individually. Uh, you know, when it, when you're playing with him, you don't quite appreciate that. You take it for granted a little. And he's the kind of guy that you know, you feel like he's playing well, and, and then you look up and he's got like 27. We're like five minutes into the second half. It, it's he's always been like that. And watching, it's it's different. You see um, his movement without the ball, how hard he works to get to his shots, and, and you know his overall skill set. And it's fun to watch, man. It is. Grant Gibbs joins us on Doc Talk, presented by Ticket Express. I, I think he's the player of the year. I think there's a lot of people he's player of the year. Do you think he wins player of the year? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think right now he's definitely uh, the front runner with kind of the moments and the games that he's had. You know, he's going to have to continue to play well. There's there's some really good players on that uh, in that candidacy. But you know, what a what a, an amazing thing that would be for our school. Um, and our program, if that's what what happened, and obviously he's been in the discussion the last couple of years, and you know his consistency from season to season has really been amazing to me. You always think, you know, he played about as good as he could play last year. You know, uh, it'll be the defenses are going to be gunning for him. You know, we're in the Big East, and and he continues to come back and add new parts of his game and, and play even better. So even since his freshman year, the the progress he's shown year to year is it's really impressive. 
How about you? Do you do you ever see yourself as a coach? Do you do you see yourself on the sidelines? Yeah, I think long term, that's definitely an area that you know I'd maybe want to see myself. I don't really know right away what's going to happen, but um, you know, I think I'm definitely going to be doing something involved with the game. And coaching seems to be a, a nice transition for me. But you know, I think. I've learned a ton from Mac and the staff, and I've also learned that you know a lot of people might say hey, you should coach. You'll be a really good coach, and knowing that it, it doesn't work like that, you just don't turn around and become a good coach. It's years of you know being on the grind and working your way up and and helping teams, helping players develop. So um, you know we'll see what opportunities arise and. You know, long term, I think that'd be a, a good thing for me. You bring up a good point. I don't think a lot of people understand what it takes to move up through the coaching ranks. It's there's a lot of grunt work in it that takes place. There is, and a lot of learning, and it's you know it's long hours. So that's something if I if I do choose that path, I'm obviously going to have to be prepared for. And I think even this little this little sabbatical off the court has shown me that. Like you know, like if they just threw me in and Grant, what do we do here? <laughs> like. I, Mac, you know it's it's a it's a difficult job. I don't think our staff, Coach Mac, especially, gets enough credit for kind of being the brainchild of this whole thing. I mean, obviously, a lot of things got to happen and come together, and, and having Doug become the player he is and the pieces that have come around him. But you know, it's it's been there, like I said, brainchild, this system of playing and getting guys to buy in to moving the ball and, and realizing that you know we don't have that a lot of one-on-one players at this throwback style a little bit could be successful for us, and they've really built it. Uh, as soon as Matt got here, and I don't think he gets enough credit for how good of a coach he is. You do have the gift of gab, and you're that journalism major, so you can always do, you know, radio or, or television. That that's true. Uh, that is very true. We'll see. We'll see what opportunities arise. But uh, yeah, you know, I know some good people through that, and uh, we'll see. Do you find yourself watching? During the sabbatical you're on right now, more more games on TV. What, what, what's your nightly routine, and who do you like to watch? Uh, yeah, you know, but I'm I'm usually like that the entire season, aside from you know watching tape on our opponents and stuff. Um, you know, there's a there's a number of programs that I really enjoy. I really like watching Michigan play. I think um, they got a really unique style. And Coach Beeline's a great coach. Obviously, um, KU's always good. Great talent. My my like kind of dark horse a team that i really like to watch is uh belmont they're kind of they're kind of yeah they're hold on hold on where, where do you even find belmont on tv I, don't know, I got all the espn uh like i got all those connections and uh they're not having as great a year but they they kind of play like we do but even more to, like they bomb away and it's boom 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 move the ball kind of that european style i guess is what people say so that's the team i like but uh you know a lot of really good teams and individual players this year. You mentioned Michigan. They just beat Iowa. You mentioned KU. They play Iowa State uh, last night. Um, your, your thoughts on uh, on your home state teams? Because they, they, they're having pretty good years, too. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it's been cool. I think, you know, for the fan. I just I watched the Iowa-Iowa State game, and the announcers were kind of glowing at the fact that, you know, regardless of who's better, this is awesome for the state of Iowa. Two programs that have great tradition uh, that are finally kind of back on top. Iowa's really deep. I think everybody knows that. Um, you know, they come in with five new guys that seem to be as good as their first five. And, you know, the rigors of the Big Ten, obviously, tough night in and night out. But they got a really good team. And I think Coach McCaffrey's done a great job there in a short time of, 
um, turning them into a top 25 team. And then, you know, Iowa State's another team that, that they would fall right in there with teams that I love to watch, the way they spread the floor, kind of the pro-style four-out offense that he runs. And I think Coach Horberg just does a great job of giving people freedom within the style to kind of do their thing. And uh, they're having a great year too, man. All Every year he's been there, he's just reloaded and and with new guys and continued to play kind of that free-flowing basketball. Grant, thanks a lot, and look forward to seeing you back on the court. No problem. Thank you. Rob, he says he wants to be back in uniform and playing next Friday against DePaul. It, it, so he hasn't played since January 7th. That's about a month turnaround. Is that is that pretty common for a, for a kneecap injury, or is that expedited? Uh, i got to be honest with you. Anytime you see these in athletics, it's a bit expedited. You wouldn't see, you, you know... Bob, who did this playing rec, rec or city, city league basketball at the gym, would not be back in a month doing this. Um, and th- this is what you get when you have high levels of athletic training, rehabilitation, and, and the other strength training available for you to do this. And at the same time, the time to do that kind of rehab to come back from something this quick. I, I, I worry a little bit because once you have that injury, there's always the risk of re-injuring it. Those ligaments are, especially when it's within a month's period of time, it's not like those ligaments are as stable and as strong as they were prior to the actual injury. And so you worry about a little bit of instability in that joint within the kneecap to basically, well, stay on the front of the knee. So it's one of those things. It sounds like it hurts. (laughs) You know, the guys I've talked with say it's usually not that bad when it's happened to them. No, he said it hurts. But but it (laughs) it just looks nasty when you see it. You worry about them re-injuring it because it is one of these things where that that's the big risk now is just some res- residual instability within that kneecap getting hit, twisting again, and all of a sudden that kneecap's over on the side of the knee instead of in front of it. Of course, the Blue Jays going to be in action a week from tonight. A game you can hear right here on 1620 The Zone. So there will be no doc talk next week, but we'll see if Grant Gibbs will be in uniform for the Blue Jays. God, we're getting shelled for Creighton basketball. Right. God, it's sad. <laughs> yeah, there's no priorities in this town. This is Doc Talk presented by Ticket Express. We'll be back and wrap up tonight's show after this.